So now, to close out EA Global San Francisco 2017, it's my pleasure to reintroduce to you the king of the north, or should I say, founder and CEO of the Center for Effective Altruism, Will McCaskill. Thanks for that. I mean, I think that is an important analogy here, because we don't want to all be squabbling amongst ourselves before the White Walkers come. Um, uh, but okay, thank you, Nathan. And just, I guess, also want to thank the whole team for putting this together. It's been like a real um, pleasure for me over the last couple of days as well. So one last round of applause for Amy and everyone else. Um, so I'll just quickly round things off with... Uh, you know, thinking a little bit about the conference so far and then the state of EA today and what we might want to be thinking about over the next year. So in terms of the conference uh, and the theme of community, togetherness, helping each other out, it's actually been really impressive to me how much people have kind of taken that and run with that, where, you know, I've just seen so many instances of cooperation in a way that's just really exciting. So, you know, people getting together and thinking, okay, we're both in the world of policy or politics. What would an EA think tank actually look like? Who could potentially run that? What sort of policies would be, we be wanting to implement? I've seen, you know, someone who runs a, a pretty serious foundation just going around and saying, I will grant you a wish. What, what are you looking for? Um, that's really pretty exciting. I've seen people um, talking about how they can incorporate chronic health conditions, like, into their pursuit of doing as much good as possible, how that changes, how they should think about things. And I've seen, like, tons of introductions, whether that's to organizations and donors, to potential hires, to investors, or just to potential collaborators as well. So it seems really good to me and, like, very impressive how much people have taken up this idea and then started to really think, how can we act as a community? Um, and so that's been kind of really pleasing to see um, from my perspective. So in terms of, I'll give like a little bit of an update of the EA community kind of over the past year, and then end with, you know, kind of one final thought on what we should be thinking about over the next year before the next um, EA Global. And so in terms of some organization updates, it's been like a really strong year, I think, for effective altruism. Um, all the kind of organize, main organizations, I think, have been making some really good progress. So uh, Charity Science Health, um, really exciting project, deliberately trying to create the most cost-effective global poverty charity. They have received a GiveWell incubation grant of $200,000. So I'm really hopeful to see how does that pan out. Can they achieve their aims of hyper-effectiveness? Life You Can Save is moving more money than ever before, $2.7 million in 2016. Founders Pledge has been growing, kind of newer entrants to... EA community, but raising $100 million in pledges from tech entrepreneurs who commit at least 2% of their income to charity. Raising for effective giving, doing uh, EA outreach among poker players. Again, increasing and increasing the amount it's managing to move, moving $1.4 million over the last year. And then animal charity evaluators, kind of like the GiveWell for animal charities, um, again, really ramping up the amount of money it's able to influence um, moving over $3.4 million to its top recommended charities. So really exciting progress from all of these organizations. Um, in terms of other sort of updates, 
So Dot .impact has rebranded. It's now Rethinking Charity, which I really like as a name. Incorporates two other names you might have heard of, the Local Effective Altruism Network and Students for High Impact Charity. Sentience Politics, which was based in uh, Switzerland's become an, an independent organization, the Sentience Institute, um, doing kind of research on uh, animal advocacy. And then a new organization based in Oxford, part of the university, the Oxford Global Priorities Institute, um, has come into existence. You might have heard of this, Oxford Institute for Effective Altruism, but uh, we've cha changed the name to more accurately reflect its, its priorities. And uh, it's taken its first staff member now raised about a million pounds in funding as well. So I think there's a lot of exciting stuff happening. In terms of CEA, if we, obviously, which I'm closest to at the moment, again, kind of, I think, really pretty solid growth in terms of giving what we can pledges, now $1.4 billion of lifetime pledge donations, um, and actually up to about 3,000 people who've taken the pledge. We went through Y Combinator, one of the leading startup incubators, which was a super value, valuable opportunity in terms of you know, learning an awful lot in terms of how to operate effectively as an organization, and launched the EA funds with about $1.2 million in pledge donations, in actual money moved so far. Uh, 80,000 hours had, in my view, just like a really stellar year. Um, I think its growth has really kind of hockey-sticked over the last year. Um, the kind of real kind of change in the growth of 80,000 hours correlates quite clo closely with me not being as involved as I was before. Um, and I think that's maybe not a coincidence. Um, it's a weird thing about consequentialism where you can, like, the best thing you can do sometimes is nothing, maybe. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take all the praise for their growth by not being involved. Um, but in terms of their leading metric, you know, how many career plans are they significantly changing? Uh, that was, you know, 10x growth compared to even just a couple of years ago. Um, and are now, I think, the most popular website in terms of the EA community with over 1.3 million readers on the site in the last year. So, you know, they've really come into this slide, which has been really wonderful to see. Um, GiveWell, again, like extremely solid moving, you know, being able to add three more top charities, End Fund Malaria Consortium and Site Savers, uh, to their top recommended base. And again, you know, moving in a really astonishing amount of money every year, $90 million to its top charities, and then incubation grants becoming a bigger and bigger part of what they do, where that's saying, okay, well, feel like we have a pretty good understanding of the landscape of uh, the top, you know, potential top charities. What we actually need is just more potential contenders. And so they spent $10 million on incubation grants and things that maybe aren't quite there yet as give well top charities, but could become, could become top charities. And then I think the biggest story of all and kind of EA community over the last year was the Open Philanthropy Project, which again has moved from really figuring out what cause areas, what hires does it want to make, to scaling up where um, $180 million is how much they made in grants over the last 12 months, you know, almost double what they made the year before. And where that's across a you know, real variety of cause areas. So again, a big thing is it's not just at the idea stage, but also in terms of actual funding going to um, uh, concrete organizations in these other cause areas. So as well as the familiar kind of global health charities from GiveWell, like Against Malaria Foundation, Schistus Myers' Control Initiative, also more speculative or kind of 
higher risk, higher upside donation opportunities like target malaria, and you know, big donations within the field of global catastrophic risks as well, like the John Hopkins Center for Health Security on biosecurity, and OpenAI on risks from advanced artificial intelligence. Um, and if you want to see that kind of visually in terms of how they're breaking down, it's like still kind of a significant part in global health and development. It's like a third of their funding, but really significant funding outside of that in farm animal welfare um, and within global catastrophic risks. Uh, and so this is really exciting. It's like we're actually coming to having some real wins. Like EA is still like a pretty young movement, but they're just concrete things that we've, you know, as a community, um, really managed to achieve. So just like, you know, I talked about how much money we're raising and so on. Obviously, we don't really care about that. That's just a means to an end. What we care about is the impact that we're having. And yeah, in 2016 alone, against Malaria Foundation, secured distributions to protect 34 million children from malaria. And almost all of that funding, you know, is coming because of the GiveWell recommendation. Um, corporate cage-free egg campaigns, again, you know, open fill, plowing a lot of money into that. And, you know, work done by the animal welfare organizations and other funders too. Now spared 225 million hens per year from cages. So again, these corporate um, cage-free campaigns, just astonishingly effective as well. And then finally, concern for safe AI developments become, you know, really pretty mainstream and respectable within the field in a way that's really quite astonishing um, relative to how things were just a few years ago, where this was like a really fringe idea, um, only kind of, you know, endorsed by kind of eccentrics. Um, <laughs> maybe to put it mildly. This is actually the theme of my talk, and you're not expecting it. Um, well, the thing I want to say is like, okay, so there's really big achievements, and this is kind of great, and it means that, yeah, sure, we want to like double down on these achievements, but there's kind of also a risk there as well that at least we should be kind of cognizant of, which would be the risk of kind of like losing what the core of the VA is. Because the idea is like, EA is, you know, it's not a body of answers. Effective altruism is to the pursuit of good, what's or is attempting to be to the pursuit of good what the scientific revolution is to the pursuit of truth. And that's a mindset and it's a methodology. And it's a question of like, how can I do the most good? And obviously there's a risk if we're like, wow, we're making these huge like progress and, you know, some of our best guess answers at the moment that we just kind of double down on that and like lose the core, which um, is this question of, how can we each do the most good? And then, you know, in thinking back, like, well, we have had these achievements, and what really was the kind of value add of EA in the course of this? What was the kind of core of the value? And I think at least a significant part of the answer is this. Weirdos saying two things. And this is my best illustration of that. Um, now... <laughs> Unfortunately, Eliezer isn't actually in the room because I'm going to linger on this slide for as long as I possibly can. <laughs> and I would have enjoyed making him feel awkward um, if he's capable of such an emotion. <laughs> um, uh, but I think there's an important insight here, and it's obviously not just Eliezer, but if you think back to kind of Peter Singer, to Nick Bostrom, to Toby Ord, like frequently what they're saying are things that just seem completely crazy at the time, but yet 
One thing I've just been absolutely amazed by, really contrary to my expectations, is actually just the power of good ideas. And I mean, AI is probably the most stark example where it's gone so quickly from something that's really just like weird people, like both within and outside of academia, talking about、um, and really being very fringe. Just in a couple of years, and now like, oh yeah, of course,、um, all the leading.、Um, Basically, almost all the leading kind of AI researchers are either saying, "Yes, this is super important, and we should be devoting a lot more resources to it," or thinking, "Like, well, maybe it's not the top priority, but it's definitely not a dumb idea." And that's just a radically different change, and is a result of just good ideas spreading and, like, over the long run, good ideas and arguments winning. And this kind of ties back to the idea of. The theme of the conference as well, which is the benefits of the community,、um, and how we should be thinking about kind of community portfolio, because I think one thing you might be tempted to think is, okay, well, I'm going to figure out what the best cause is, and then I'm going to figure out this is the best activity within that cause, and therefore I ought to do that.、Um, but then there's a worry again that you get like too much optimization relative to kind of exploration of different ideas. You know, maybe everyone gets convinced that AI safety is the most important thing, and everyone thinks, okay, most important cause, most important activity, and we end up with a community of like a thousand shitty AI researchers.、Um, <laughs> like that would not be like an optimal allocation of human capital.、Um, uh, instead, it might be、um, that we want to have something like 70% of resources allocated to doing the best thing, and 30% on exploration. And I think Owen said this earlier that we should be really, really cognizant of unknown unknowns. And I think that's almost like the point of EA or like the core insights. Like we really don't know、um, very much at all, and we should be really trying to be cognizant of how little we know. And we should be expecting over the 20th century to be major political and technological changes that no one's predicted at all, no matter kind of our best guesses. And that means I think we want as a real core of effective altruism. Constantly to be、um, kind of yeah re-examining our beliefs, being extremely open to different ideas,、um, and you know being open to kind of weird ideas too. Where I think that's you know weird in the sense of Brian Tomasic worrying about insect suffering, weird for sure, but then also weird relative to our own views as well. Like.、Um, You know, weird in the sense of like listening to what Marxists have to say and like not dismissing that as a obvious, you know, obviously、um, false view. And I think in particular, what we want to work, like be super concerned about, and again, the analogy of science here is really important, is not having like beliefs as shibboleths. So where like the entire point is, it's like a mindset, a way of thinking about things, and it shouldn't be the case that like, oh, you believe X, so you're not part of our community. Because if we have that, then maybe we've made some kind of real fundamental mistake, and that's how we can kind of lose、um, potentially a very large amount of value.、Um, so I'm going to kind of end on that note.、Um, I think, like, like I say,、um, even if you think this is the kind of best thing to be doing, I think we still want to be doing kind of a lot more exploration.、Um, You know, we have these kind of four cause areas that have been the focus for a long time. I want to know what's the fifth, what's the sixth, what's the seventh. I don't think I've been convinced that this is like a the definite, the final list of most important problems in the world. And so, summarizing this up,、um, I think 
even though we should be proud of what we've achieved, and I really do think we should double down in execution, I think in the future we should want to keep EA weird. So um, thanks for this, and um, thanks for attending the conference. You've been absolutely um, awesome, and it's been great being able to talk to you all. Okay, thank you.